0: No judgment, just raw and unfiltered. No judgment, just raw and unfiltered answers. Starting now on the He said what show with your host, Simply Bree. Hello.
1: Welcome, everyone. Oh, wait, I still got the music playing. I ain't done yet. Uh, okay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You guys have tuned into the He Said What Radio Network. I am your host, Simply Bree. And tonight we are, this conversation has had Facebook pop in. Instagram popping. I hope you guys are prepared because my guest, he is definitely going to bring it. Okay. So if you are tuning in for the first time, welcome. Please make sure you guys let me know what you think about the show. Uh, Make sure that you subscribe, make sure you comment, Let me know that you're here in the chat, you know, give you shout outs and definitely engage with myself as well as my guests. My guest tonight is the one and only Alan Newman, and he will be joining us very shortly. So if you are new to the network, He Said What Radio Network? Well, the He Said What radio show is all about giving men a platform to just be raw rugged. Tell us what you're thinking. Tell us why you may behave a certain type of way. Let us know from a male's perspective, things that women want to know, questions that we may have, because a lot of the times we don't find out until shit has hit the fan, right? Let's just call a spade a spade. And then it's kind of too late. So help us by preventing certain situations from occurring and educate us. Help us understand a male's perspective, from a male's point of view. That's just what it is. So if you are interested in advertising on the show, all you have to do is send a um, an email to at, at simplybree.com and we will definitely get to you and give you our rates, give you some good deals. Right now, we are looking for uh, merchandise. If you are a small business owner and you want some publicity, you want some promotions, hit us up, let us know. You know, we're looking for merchandise that we can give away during our giveaways. All right, it just, it just works. So, once again, I am your host, Simply Bree. Boop, boop. right there, you can uh, inst- uh, follow me on Instagram. It's underscore simplybreed underscore. Now, you guys not here to see me as much as I would love to think so. You're not here to see me. You are here to see my guest. So let's go ahead and bring up uh, Mr. Alan Newman. Boop, boop. Hello. You can uh, inst- uh, and follow me on Instagram. It's underscore simplybreed underscore. Now, hello. you guys not here to see me as much as I would love to think. Uh-oh. You're not here to see me. You are here to see my guys. So Alan, this I think there's a lot.
0: Hello. Hey, Bree, how are you doing?
1: I'm good. Can you, Can hear, you me? hear me? Hello? Hello? Oh, no. Uh-oh.
0: Hello? 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 Alan? Hello?
1: Okay. So, hello. We're going to figure out what's going on. Um give us just some time and we uh. will be right back. Um in the meantime, while I, I get things together with him, um please make sure you guys check out the past episodes as well because I mean, it's it's where it's where you learn about the different guests. It's where you learn about the different topics that we've spoken on. And it's just important. Like I said, this show is to help women understand men from a male's perspective because we're not men. So let's um, see if we can get Alan on.
0: Hello. Can you hear me now?
1: I can hear you. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, I can hear you.
1: (laughs) Yes. Thank you.
0: My problem. Thank you for having me.
1: Oh, you are so welcome. No worries. So, tonight's topic is right down there. How to not become desensitized, right?
0: Okay.
1: This is a very important topic to women because of the fact that we tend to get into relationships with men. And once we're in these relationships, men, we've come to notice May not express their emotions. They may not show their emotions the way that we would expect them to, and sometimes we don't understand why. Mm-hmm. But that's where you come into play. So, from just your thought of seeing this topic, knowing that this was going to be assigned to you, what were your what were your your thoughts? What came to mind?
0: Oh. Oh, man, when you when you sent me the email and I saw that title, I was just like, ah, that, that, that's about to be interesting because I think everyone is handles it differently um, when it comes to being desensitized. And actually, the funny thing is some people don't realize they're being desensitive towards the topic, probably, especially men, probably until later to when it's too late, when she's probably right. and then she's walking out the door. And you probably don't realize until you're self-reflecting or until someone tells you. Right. Um, and sadly, nine times out of 10, when it happens, it's too late. Um, I know it's happened to me. I'm pretty sure it's happened to a lot of the ladies who've been on here, probably a lot of the fellas as well. Um, hindsight is usually 20, 20. And it's one of those things you're like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to have to just make sure I do it right in the next relationship. Um but being defensive can become a very toxic habit cuz sometimes you don't even realize you're doing it until it's too late. So when you gave me that topic I was just like, "Oh, that that's that's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting."
1: Yeah. Well, I'm glad that um you found it interesting and also um you were comfortable to talk about it because sometimes topics like this kind of force you to be vulnerable. And expose your own truths because you know in order for you to give the truth you have to be true with yourself so um i mean and this men aren't the only ones that go through um being desensitized so what we'll do um is actually i'm going to of course ask you some questions audience Out there, those watching, if you have questions for Alan, please make sure you put it in the chat and I will bring the questions up and we'll also address those as well. So um, first question is going to be, what are some ways that men can open up to their lady and not feel lesser of a man?
0: Uh, Truth. uh, Well, for me, it's always just be upfront from the beginning. Um, anyone who's either dated me or talked to me, I let them know up the front. Yo, me and my emotions are definitely entwined. I'm upfront with it um, because sometimes it's better to let you know what you're going to get into, and then making instead of making her guess um, right. throughout the relationship on how I I am. I mean, some men are different. Some men it does take time to open up. Um, I think it's just based on who you are as a person. Um, for me, the best step that I do it is just be upfront and be honest But like, hey, this is how I am when it comes to certain topics. This is how I am about this and that. Just in case that happens and you have that reaction, she can remember, like, hey, he did say when this happened. Because you have some people, I'm not saying everybody, but some people, they handle stuff in anger and stuff like that. And if you just blow up on them, they're not going to understand. And I'm definitely not saying it's right to blow up on a person at all. Like, all right. if you know how you handle situations or how things brought to you. Um, that kind of gives the person better leeway on how they need to handle you. If you know you have a temper or if you know you're quick to get emotional, letting that person know that and ahead of the game. Kind of helps um, when you're being open with your ladies, especially in a relationship, because we always hear a lot of a lot of our women say, "I want you to be honest. I want you to be open. I want you to tell me how you're feeling when you're feeling." And we say, "Okay, okay, 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 okay," and then when it's time to do it, we instantly turn into a ball. Um, and that's definitely not a good behavior to have. So I just I honestly, I just say be upfront with them. Um, but also, I need my ladies to understand when a guy is being upfront, don't use that against him. If you have a guy who is very emotional, a.k.a. you may have a guy who he might get angry to the point he may start crying or he may just shut yeah. down. Like, don't use that later. tell how you a big baby, you this, you a punk, you a this when it comes to arguments and stuff because yeah. everyone handles stuff differently. And what can be toxic is every time that man does open up, you shut it down and use it against him. And later on, he's not going to open up to you. Um, so for the men, definitely just be up front ahead of the game but i need my ladies to understand whatever he gives you he's telling you that in trust he's de- he's telling that because he's believed you're going to take it the right way don't spin it on him because that's that's definitely a bad thing you don't want to do on him.
1: all right so upfront with your emotions and being honest that has been something that a lot of male guests who have come on this show have Uh, expressed to me is the fact that they want to be upfront. They want to be honest, but in the back of their head, because they've done it with another woman and a woman has taken that vulnerable, vulnerable moment and turned it around and said, Oh, well, like you're this way because your mother wasn't in your, in your, in your life and all that. You know, throw it at them in a hurtful way. That is something that will create a guy's wall to go up, and that's why they're not forthcoming with information. Also, men like to test. Sometimes they want to see if they can really trust you, so they may tell you something just to see if it gets back to anybody. Because you know, I, I. I don't know. I've never been put to the test. Maybe not that I know of, but um, why, why do, have you ever tested? Have you ever tested a woman just to see if you can really trust her?
0: Actually, no. Um, And it's weird because when I say no, a lot of people, a lot of my quirks and the way I move, I got from my dad, like straight up. He, he was the one that was like, this is how you need to maneuver. This is how you need to act when you're dealing with a young lady. And I encompassed that with what my mom taught me as well, being that she's mm-hmm. a woman. So for me, I never like the testing game. Whatever you get out of me, it's open and honest. If I'm telling you that, hey, I'm extremely sensitive on certain stuff, I'm telling you that up front right now. I'm not playing no games with that because right. I can't afford for you to test that button. And then you get an Allen. You wasn't expecting to get, so yeah. I don't. I don't like playing the testing game. Now I've had friends who do the testing game. Some say it works. Some say it's whatever. Um, I can understand in today's society with dating why you would do that because yeah. a lot of men they're quick to say she's going to tell her homegirls, she's going to tell her family, all this mm-hmm. stuff. So I, I can understand why a guy like I'm going to drop this nugget and see if it gets back out and if it gets around to me then, if it does, I know how to maneuver around you. Right. Um, I'm just one of those people. I'm gonna take you for as as you are. So mm-hmm. this is how I am. Now, if it comes back to bite me later, I'll handle it accordingly. But I'm not. Right. I'm not about to play this game, cat and mouse, to try and figure out how you're going to do. Um, right. Everyone's different. I just take you at your word. Then once once you screw that up, then then I move on accordingly. I I really don't like those kind of games because those those can waste your time and end up biting you in the butt. Or yeah. end up happening on the flip side where you do tell her something in confidence and she probably doesn't even go tell nobody crazy. She tells somebody she knows not going to talk about it for advice. And then maybe she may slip up and tell you one day and you huffing and puffing, not realizing the reason why she said it is she probably told that person to see how she should handle what you. Right. Told her. So sometimes we have to understand. I'm not saying everything is supposed to be told to everybody, but everyone has at least that one person. Most people that you know you can go with them something and know it's not going to come back. But mm-hmm. sometimes, especially when you're dating your girl, she may tell you, oh, yeah, babe, when you told me such and such and I told such and such? And now he's like, wait, why you told it? Well, I told them because they were going to help me with how to handle you. So you definitely have to be careful on how you handle that, to be honest.
1: Right. It's interesting that you say that, too, because a lot of the times people think that when you get into a relationship with someone, that person that you're in a relationship with is the only person that you need to be communicating with. And to an extent, that is true. But sometimes there may be moments where you just can't talk to your partner about a situation and you need a third party's perspective. Now, yeah. whether you take that person's perspective and apply it directly to your relationship or whether you take what they say And you pull bits and pieces out, and you understand a different way of approaching your situation. It just all depends on you. But I don't think anyone in a relationship has ever just communicated directly with their partner. I don't care how much you trust them. I don't care how much you love them. It's just not going to happen. It doesn't. It doesn't naturally work that way because.
0: Nothing's wrong mm -hmm. with that. Sometimes we make you sound like. Something's wrong with that. But think about it like this: when you, when you met, you had that first crush, mm-hmm. and finally got to go on that date with him or her. You probably told your mom or your dad or your best friend about how right. you made, what happened, what you did. You can't wait. I mean, it's human nature to want to talk with somebody else about your experience. Right. Uh, I think the biggest thing is you just have to be wise with the person that you're sharing it with, which right. sometimes sucks because you don't know if that person's going to bite you in the butt till it happens. And then you gotta go, but I do know that sometimes with the ladies, your friend might bite you in the butt a couple of times, and you still go back to her so yeah. be careful with that
1: it, it happens, um, but those are the ones who are just, in my opinion naive to the whole friendship, naive to the whole situation. Um, so women, you know, we want we want to understand a man from top to bottom. And so a lot of the times when we get into these relationships with you, we want all of you. We want, we want your emotions. We want your thoughts. We want your feeling, We want everything. Why do you think women want all of you when it comes to dating?
0: I mean, why shouldn't she have all of you? I, I feel like Hmm. Let me be careful with what I'm about to say. I don't want the fellas to be looking at me sideways. Listen,
1: listen, ain't no bro code. <laughs> ain't no bro code on this platform. Bro code <laughs> is at the door,
0: okay? I mean, when you date,
1: yeah.
0: nine times out of ten, you're dating because you want to see where it's going to go with that person. Right. Ulti- ultimately, you want to see if it can lead to marriage or a long-term relationship, something like that. Mm-hmm. Why don't you Want her to have all of you because how can she even be a helpmate to you when she doesn't have access to all of you? Right. For example, if let's say I had a traumatic experience and we've been dating for a while and it's something that I've never told you about, but mm. then we get married and something happens and it triggers, and now you're like, oh my God, why are you so upset or why are you this? And then they're like, oh, it's nothing. Cause you know, guys are good for that. Oh, it's nothing. I got yeah. it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. And then something happens that's connected to that. I got it. And yeah. now you're like, why you never told me? And it's like, oh, because I just felt like it was something I just need to handle by myself. But then, bro, what, what's the point in having her in your life? Because for one thing, if you're not going to tell her about yourself, you don't truly trust her.
1: Right. Um,
0: I, wow. think that, I think that's the root cause. If you look at a lot of guys, you truly, your trust was probably broken.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Unfortunately for a lot of men and women, it was probably at a young age where that trust was violated. Right. And so once that trust was violated, you just allowed the wound to scab over and fester and you never dealt with it. So every time someone tried to get to that part of give me all of you, you were triggered. I, 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 that's not about to happen because you're not going to do what happened to me by the last chick or the chick right. before that or the chick before that. And then you get to the point of like, it's none of your business. And then it's like, how is it not her business? Because the ultimate partnership is to have full trust for each other. Right this is how I look at it. How can you not trust her, but you expect her to trust you to lead you and to lead her and be a provider for her and to help her with what she needs. So it it can't be, I do this and you can't do this. If if I want you to trust in how I'm going to lead, I have to be able to trust in you being able to cover all of me, the hurt, the pain, the suffering, all of that. You're going to be able to handle that. Um, And I think the reason why women want all of you, let's be honest, women are natural nurtures, nurtures. Let's be honest. Be honest. Half the time, they don't want all of you to use it against you. They want all of you to show that they care, that they have your back. Um, I think because of how society looks at dating, um, because everyone wants that social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter relationship. Everyone wants that a la Cardi B and all that mess. Yeah. that is what's biting people, because if we be honest, a lot of these people that we follow, they don't truly trust each other, and no. their partner don't truly have all of them. Right. So, I feel like if you've never seen somebody in a relationship that truly had all of their partner, you're not going to understand how it truly works, because it's going to take baby steps, because you never had that example. Um, But at the end of the day, most women want all of you, because that's how they feel that connection. We always teach right. Joke about women being emotional creatures, but if you can get a woman who has all of you and make that connection, you're going to have that seamless transition. Where literally, we laugh when we see couples that have been together for years, and it seems Mm -hmm. like the husband or the uh, wife says this, and the and the other person completes their sentence, or the other because they have that trust that she knows all of me, he knows all of me, and I am not scared that he's going to drop the ball. Um, so I think it's a natural thing that women want all of you. Because women, most women, um, want a companion, like most men are. Um, right. want it. It's just I feel like women, because of their ability to be nurturers, they're more willing to be open and embrace all of it. Yeah. And that's, that's why people don't realize when women get frustrated about the fact that you get in trouble, I got your back. You do this, I got your back. You do this, I got your back. You do this, I got your back. Because she literally wants everything you have to offer to make the relationship work and make it better. Um and I think we as men just have to understand like hey, she's not doing it because she sees you lesser or she thinks you weak. We have to cover one another. Right. And I think when she has all of you, she can cover you a lot better because she knows the ins and outs of how we work and how you move and how you breathe. Yes. Um so I think that's the true reason, excuse me, why women do want all of you because that's a part of that's a part of your nature.
1: Right. Um,
0: Hard to kick against her nature, um, and I think that's why sometimes it's frustrating for women when they get um rebuffed by men when they're like, Oh, babe, I just want to know you, and he's just like, I don't want you to know me, I just need you to know me, right. and yeah, that's, that's not the way she's wired,
1: right? It's funny because women, um, we multitask like a mother, like we can do any and everything under the sun all at once. So when we meet a man who tells us, wait, I'm not ready for a relationship. I'm not at, I'm not where I want to be in life first. I got all this stuff that I got to take care of. In our heads, we're like, I can help you. Let me help you. Like, dude, what you trying to go back to school? Okay, well, let me sit here and study with you. Let me push you. Let me help you find out what classes it is that's going to help you grow faster and get that education quicker than just your, your counselor. We are your school counselor. We are your academic advisor. We are your financial advisor. We are, we're your doctors. We're everything except your mother. And we're very close to being your mother too.
0: So (laughs) we just. I'm glad you said that. I wonder if it's, could it be that men feel like you're being too close to what their mother would be to them? Cause I'm not, I'm not going to lie. If I feel like my mom is crossing that threshold where she's like being a mommy mode too much. I'm like, ah, okay. Calm down. But <laughs> that could be something that kind of hinders it. Men are quick to think that women are quick to go into motherly mode. Cause you'll hear a guy quick that it'd be like, you ain't my mother. And then she's like, I'm not trying to be your mother. I'm just trying to tell you what I think would work for you. Right. So I, I know, I know I got it bad. Like if I'm talking to somebody and she over there sound like she's going to mommy mode, I'm like, ah, ah, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> All right, are you Martha Newman? No, you're not. OK, thank you. So I, I think that could be a thing that you think she's getting too close, close to being motherly, which mm-hmm. it, it isn't a knock on her. Because, like I said, women, women are nurturers. Right. Um, it's It's. It's instinctive for her. It's not something like she means to do. It just, it happens. If she, if if I'm struggling with God forbid you don't know how to do laundry or something, and she sees you struggling over there trying to get the whites and colors together, right. probably gonna come over there and be like, She over there
1: problem. like hey. I wish she just says, just ask me. I exactly. wish she just asked me.
0: Exactly. And then I think sometimes we feel like if we ask a question, especially in today's society, um, if we ask a question, it makes us look like we're weak. Because I'm supposed to be this macho man, I have the answers to everything. I I'm the end all to everything. Like if I got it, if I don't have it, no one else got it, and that's not the case. Um, because yeah. because you see on social media a lot, like oh, if he can't do this, he not the one for you. If he can't do this, he not this. Yeah. For you. If he can't do this, he not this for you. And I'm not gonna lie, I'll be dead honest. Um, that can definitely make a man second guess himself. Like, I don't think people realize men, it's funny, men rarely say stuff on social media about certain topics because A, it's this perception that even if they say something, it's going to look like they're complaining.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: B, if they say something, they don't want to have a mass of women attacking them about their masculinity. Yeah. Um, And that can be detrimental to men because yeah. if I don't feel like I can be open and honest on why I'm not doing a certain thing because you're going to attack me, I'm just not going to address it. And mm-hmm. that could be an issue, because if I sit here and tell you, oh, man, you know what, Bree? I'm a horrible cook, though, girl. Like, I can get the stuff. I want to do a nice date for you, but I can't cook. Yeah. But, and, and you might tell your friends, you know, this Negro can't cook. And da 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 And now people while in bro, you you can't cook. Right. Bro, can't cook. And, I'm, and now I'm like, yo, but, I mean, why, why are you doing that? Like, I don't think it's a good right. deal. Look, I told you I can't cook. But I That's you, it. I can provide you for the stuff that do the cooking. Matter of fact, I would even get in the kitchen and stumble and bumble and make memories with you yeah. for me to learn that. But if you have this perception that, you know, you're going to get dogged about it. People's going to look at it as, as perceived weakness. You're rather not deal with it. just
1: not going to do it. Yeah. Mm. Yes, man. Well, listen, we're going to take a quick commercial break. I hate to do a commercial break because it's just going. But we need to. So you guys are tuned into He Said What? And he is saying a lot of what's right now. So you guys stay tuned. Continue to put your comments up inside of the box. We see you. We're definitely pulling them up on the screen. And we appreciate you guys. Stay tuned. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And then we will be right back. Okay. Right. You are tuned into the He Said What Radio Network with yours truly, Simply Bree. Be sure to join us live every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the He Said What show and Wednesdays, 8 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Truth Serum with my co-host, Tasha.
0: (sighs) Take it in. All you need is the sun kissing your skin, a spring in your step, and a fabulous pair of sunglasses by Garnered.com on your face. Get you a pair. Visit Garnered Sunglasses and Accessories on all social media platforms. And that's Garnerd, G-A-R-N-E-R-D.com.
1: All right. We are back. I love that commercial. Shout out to Tasha. Tasha is in the building. So for everyone who uh, just tuned in, we are talking about how to not become desensitized. And we have our guest, the one and only... Alan Alan is giving us pointers. He's answering questions. He's giving us life, honey. So um, we also have comments from the chat. So one of the viewers, Patrice Parker, says, men got to understand a woman don't mind helping a man who has a vision or plan. You don't have to have it all together. But as long as you have a plan, a woman will help and buy into that because she can see the potential opposed to a man who is sitting around lost and confused about what he wants to do in life Ooh, child if you ain't never said the truth She's honey
0: mouthful she said a mouthful and let matter of fact a piggy off of what she said i don't think people realize just like if you give a woman you get a woman pregnant she creates a seed she creates life you give a woman money for a housing project she goes gets it she makes whatever your vision is come to life mm-hmm. give her a recipe and you give her the stuff that go with the recipes she's throw it together she gives you a gorgeous meal people forget whatever a man toils with his hand or his mind or whatever and he gives it to that significant other that's in his life she is definitely special okay let me make sure it's the right person you're with she is yeah. going to make it to the best of her ability what your vision is supposed to be and I think people have to understand that it's not just against the world. It's you and your partner working on a legacy and becoming greater, not just for yourself, for each other. Um, and you got to give her that opportunity to use what you have to create that elegance you want. Um, right. and right. The issue is that that guy doesn't have a v- vision and this is for my ladies right here. Um, mm-hmm. don't get so caught in potential that you get stuck in a toxic relationship. Because potential, it's all nice. I think people don't realize as you get older, the stages change. When I'm in high school, you're seeing all this little butt to 16-year-old, 17-year-old, got this big vision of taking over the world. And you're in his life. Yes, you're working together. College, you you see him trying to get this degree. You're sitting there toiling with him, working with him to get that done. Um, The biggest challenge that is starting to happen is for my women that are in there. Early, mid-30s, late 40s, you know what you want in life, but you're coming into contact with men that still don't know what they want. Hello. My biggest thing is when you got 40 and 50-year-olds, not knocking those who was trying to get a rap career, but you're still sitting there trying to get, get your rap music going and you're 40, 50 years old. Nah, sir. it's completely different. Game change is changing. You should be looking at getting property, doing a portfolio, stocks and all. Like, your mentality should be changing. Right. Um, and you can have all the potential in the world, but if your mentality isn't changing, you're not going to do anything. We, If you're a sports person, you see it every year, especially when it comes to uh, football. You look at quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. If it takes them three, four, let's be honest. They, they, A quarterback needs to be able to show flashes, if not their rookie year. Within the first three years of their career, Mm -hmm. they're not showing it. The league is not, the the ownership does not want to see that. I don't, that's not for me. Exactly. I don't care about all the potential in the world. I don't care about what you did in college. It is what are you doing for me now? Right. Get me into the playoffs. If you're not getting me into this situation, you're not doing what you're not useful. Not useful at all. And And it sucks because I think this is when it's, kind of counterproductive with how women give men so many chances because you see our potential. And next thing you know, you're giving chance after chance after chance after chance after chance. After chance. Then five, six, seven, eight years done past, and you're looking at this dude like, what do we have to show for our relationship? Nothing. 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 So you definitely have to be careful, but I agree with Patrice 120%. Like, that potential, if you get the right woman in your corner, that can turn into an empire. And right. you have to be willing to allow her to showcase what she has. It's not always... Sometimes men forget. We're told that we're supposed to be these head honcho guys that run the pack. Not mm-hmm. really. Even the strongest wolf has a she-wolf that has his back. Right. A so.
1: she-wolf. Yes. A she-wolf. If you're a she-wolf and you viewing, let us know. Let us Let us know how do you operate. So... Speaking of, you know, just how men are raised, because um, within a Black culture, to be all honest, our men are raised brutally, like savages. Like, you would think they come out the womb and they're ready for, ready for the military, like basic training. Like. So with that being said, why do you think Black men may be raised with this thick skin, and how does it play a role in his adult relationships? Ooh, Because you can't show no emotions. You better not cry. You a boy. You know no girl.
0: All right. I'm about to give you guys a unique perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had my mom and my dad in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I brag on my father all the time because he was tough, but he showed emotion when it was needed to be seen.
1: Right.
0: And he wasn't one of those men, you won't see him show that emotion behind closed doors. If he feels like it needs to be seen in front of the family, he's going to show it. Um. So for me, that wasn't an issue. But the reason it wasn't an issue because I had my mom there to balance it. I really feel like there isn't a balance with our boys being shown how to show their emotions. Also, families need to be able to check their families on how they handle their boys. Because I've seen little boys who are sweet as can be, super nice, loving, and if they get a bump and they start crying, shut up, you a punk, Stop being a pump. First of all, sir, I don't even know how to take a decent shower right and you telling me I need to be a man. <laughs> I can't even scrub my balls right, sir. need <laughs> to be a man. Like, bro, I'm still learning how to brush my teeth correctly and you telling me to be a man. No, that's not... Sorry. That's not the correct expectations we should even be putting on right. little boys um, because they deserve the ability to access and develop all ranges of their emotions because nine times out of 10, when you treat a boy to be desensitive towards his emotions, it will be problematic when it comes to relationships. You want to know why? Because let's say I grew up on this whole, you, you a man, you've been a man since you was born. Men don't cry. Men don't do this. Men don't do that. And then let's say you get with this black queen who her mom and her dad had her on a pedestal. They showed her all the ranges of emotions, all of that stuff. And mm. then you get a hold of her. And cause you don't know how to love properly. You don't know how to show emotions properly. You don't know how to talk properly. You destroy her because when she needs that sensitive moment or that caring moment, you don't even know how to offer it because you don't know what it looks like. Right. And actually if people look, when a guy doesn't know how to use it, All you have to do, whether his parents are in his life or not, look at who. Look, my dad said the worst enemy you can have is the one that brought you from the hospital. Look at the boys who act like that and then look at who took them home. Yeah. Because nine times out of ten, who took them home shows the same level of emotion that he's showing as an adult. He may not want to address it but it's, it's the truth. That goes for me. That goes for anybody. I know for a fact, there's certain things in me that I get from my dad and I have to check it.
1: Yeah. You want to
0: know why? Because my dad's a boomer. So you know how boomers were raised when it looked at how households and how you looked at women. So I know there's certain things that pop up. Your genetics can come back to bite you. Mm-hmm. People don't understand that. People want to say, okay, I'm my own person. You are. But at the end of the day, your DNA is going to explode. Exactly. And people got to understand that. Um, I really feel like they just think it's a macho thing. Black people just feel like because of the trauma we have, let's be honest, black people we have major PSTD. Yeah, because of what have happened to us, what have happened to us over the generations, we feel like we need to make our men this strong guy that everything will bounce off of him. All
1: right. Nothing and, can break
0: them. Exactly. And that's not normal. And that's why sometimes when men break, they break and nobody knows how to handle it because you're not expecting no one to break all the way down like that. That's why when some people, if their father gets sick or brother gets sick, people are kind of like flushed, like, oh my God, what are we supposed to do? I've never seen him like this. I've never seen him react this way. He's always been this solid rock, not realizing stress affects your body. If I got to be strong every single day, think about it. I got to go to work. It's a job that I don't work, I don't like, but I needed to put food on my table, need to put food on my kids' table. So I'm dealing with the stress of that job. I'm dealing with the stress of dealing with whatever's going on at home. I'm dealing with the stress of that, dealing with the stress of having kids, dealing with the stress of what's going on in the world in general as a black man. That just adds up and it adds up and it adds up. And the sad thing is if you don't have an outlet to release that, it's going to cause undue stress and actually make you lash out at the last people you want to lash out which ends up being your significant other or people in your circle.
1: Right. People um, who
0: care. Exactly. And the sad thing is, we see it all the time. You see people be in their 60s, 70s, 80s, and they're as mean as a dog mm-hmm. for their whole life. And then if you go back and you look at their family tree, you're like, oh, this is why. Oh, that is why. Oh, this makes sense now. Now, because yeah. So I add them mm-hmm. up. So it's, it's, um, I I really feel like it's just unfortunately indoctrinated into us as Black people, yeah. Um, in regards to young men being that type of way, um, we're all, we when you look at athletes, they're always talking about, oh, he has that killer instinct, he has this, he has that, he has that, and oh, it's because he grew up without his father. That's that's why he's built like that. He grew up without his mother. That's why he was built like that. He grew up, yeah. with, So this is how he did it. And literally, I don't think people understand like the playing field for us. And other nationalities are not the same. Right. Are not the same at all. Um, I remember growing up as a um, kid, I had a close friend of mine because I used to be like, I don't understand why you're up two, three in the morning taking care of your sisters and brothers when your mom and dad should be there. And, and he said something that blew my mind because I didn't understand. He was like, Allie, you don't get it because you have both your parents. You have your mom and your dad. Like, my mom has to get up two o'clock in the morning to go to work. So I got to be up to make sure she's able to get to work and then i need to be up at five to make food for my three brothers and sisters right my dad's not here and on the flip side i even had girls and guys say well my mom is not here so my dad has to do this and i need to cover this sometimes i think as black people we forget to let children be children so that they can understand and enjoy every stage of life Right. That was one thing my mom was a sick lover. I remember I was so mad because my dad had this rule in the house about when we could date. And I was so upset about it. But now I understand why he had this rule. Because why am I trying to play like I'm an adult and I'm in school? I'm in high school. I don't know nothing about bills. I don't know nothing about responsibility. But I want to act like not knocking because there's some people you get that high school sweetheart and you together for the rest of your life. Yeah. But it doesn't work out for everybody. Right, and one thing my mom used to always say is, children need to be able to live every stage of their life because what you don't want is a grown person to miss out on being a child, and they become an adult and try to be a child. Try to be a child. You got you home- say,
1: uh, thirties the new twenties, forties to new.
0: You got a homeboy over here, baggy jeans, Fubu rockwear, whatever, hat on backwards. You're five years old. Looking Sagging. like you trying to be nineteen, like no, bruh. If you would have sat there and dealt with that time frame you had, you wouldn't be worried about trying to be that now. Um, sending
1: me all types of acronyms on dating apps and stuff. <laughs> Can you not spell out the word "you," sir? Can you stop sending me the letter you? Sorry,
0: okay. <laughs> right. just had to get that out there. Um, so I, I think I think that's really the biggest issue. We're not allowing black men to develop the way our white our white counterparts. Grow right. up. Our, our white counterparts, they get to grow up enjoying. Let, matter of fact, let's be honest. Majority, not majority, but most black kids don't get their first car unless they buy it. Most white kids, they get their first car when they turn 16. Yeah.
1: 16,
0: 17. You, and if you do get a car, it's probably a hand-me-down. Yeah. They're, getting a, bre- yeah, they're getting a brand new BMW for their 16th birthday and you're just like, well, what? what huh? <laughs> I got this hoopty because my oldest brother had it then he went to college. Yeah. So I mean it it's 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 a very this is a topic that probably would take like a while to like yeah. unclog and take it apart right. and put it it is together because there's so many different dynamics that grow into that and aid to why black men are not developed emotionally like they should be. Yeah, because it because it just sucks, because if you judge us against other nationalities, you can you can see where the difference is. You can see where the gap is. So even even if you look at like Asians, yeah, they grow. They they teach their kids to be very responsible at a young age, but they still get that family dynamic to be able to be a child,
1: um, to be able
0: to be a kid. And not be told, shut up. Da-da-da. Most of the time, most of the time when we're supposed to be a child is when we got to stay out of grown folks.
1: Yes. Stay <laughs> out of grown. Stay in a child's place.
0: That's what I'm supposed to be a child. And then
1: when you turn 16, I'm going to need you to give me some money towards the bills.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So then when you look at that and then it's funny because then it becomes a domino effect. Not only am I horribly emotional. Financially, I'm not good. Yeah. I don't know how to take care of nothing. I don't know how to manage. None of that stuff because there was nothing put in there to teach me that Um, because literally my childhood was sh- stripped, if we be honest. And this is for yeah. men and women. It's stripped. And you even see with black women. We at a young age make them responsible. You're the oldest sibling of 12. And because mom has to work two jobs and dad. You got to
1: watch the jobs, others. You You, you mama, you big time. mama.
0: Yeah. And so then you turn 20. You go to college, you're still not getting a break because when you come back for break, if something happens, because I've seen this happen, Woo! if something happens,
1: on some toes. you
0: have to sit there. Oh, I guess I can't finish school because Mama Dukes went down. So now I got to take care of my 12 siblings that went down. Oh, and on top of that, a couple of my siblings had kids that they can't take care of. And now it's wearing my mom out. And so now I got to put my life on hold to end up helping you. And then, as much as it's a trend, we joke about the auntie that travels. Yes. The auntie that travel is traveling because she wanted to get away from all of that experience. Life right. But that's a whole nother topic. I know we're not talking about that. So,
1: mm. Okay, so going to the next question. You're so funny. <laughs> Very good response, by the way. And I'm loving the interaction from the audience. Going into the next question. Mm-hmm. I had to prep this one.
0: Oh. oh.
1: Why is it? When we get out of a relationship, how come I can't say, you no good motherfucker? I, I wish you would step your game up. I wish you would find some type of something about yourself and actually, you know, get a better job. Why can't we, in situations such as breaking up or quitting a job, I couldn't stand none of you motherfuckers. How come we can't just say what we really want to say? We can't express how we really feel in situations like a breakup or termination from work or even your significant other cheating. Why do we have to walk on eggshells?
0: Huh. For one thing, you have to be careful with your delivery you have to be careful with how you deliver how you feel towards a bad relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, I ain't gonna lie. If he cheated, he deserve every F-bomb you about to drop on him. I ain't gonna lie. If he cheated, he deserves all of that. Um, I look at it this way. So when I get out of a relationship, I try and look at it from how would I would feel if I was in that person's shoes? Mm-hmm. Um, Now, cheating is a whole, I'll kind of touch cheating later because that's a whole different monster. But if it's just simply like a, a mutual breakup, like things didn't work out and it just happened and you feel like he dropped the ball in a lot of stuff, I think it depends on your delivery.
1: Right.
0: I, I can be one of the sorriest, deplorable, laziest brothers on the planet. Yeah, but if you come at me like that, I'm gonna instantly be like, "Nah, she she got issues. It got nothing to do with me. This is, yeah. exactly, this is exactly why we're not together. Because it was you, and you yeah. just proved my point." Um, sometimes it's the delivery. Um, let me give you an example. Um, uh, about six or seven years ago, I had broke up with this young lady, and. I had came across, someone had put a post on Facebook and was like, text your your ex and ask them what they believe made the relationship go sour. Mm. And I text her. I said, hey, um, didn't mean to bother you. You know, sugarcoat it up a little bit. Yeah. I just got a question. What is it that you saw in me that made the relationship not work? Yeah. And she texts back, like, like when I say they were knives, because they were the truth, they were knives. Like, oh, my God. Ooh, I'm bleeding, I'm bleeding, yes, I'm bleeding out on the floor. <laughs> like, oh, my God, you ain't have to be that honest. Right. But it was her delivery. Yeah. Because I think what people have to understand, not all relationships are going to work. Now, once again, cheating is a whole nother construct. I'm just saying if it happens due to frustration because of how he's acting. Mm-hmm. Some some people, men and women, if you actually tell them what the issue was in a honest but not biting way, mm-hmm. it will it will make that person reflect on what their problem is and make them better for it. If yeah. you think about it, that's why sometimes you have people saying, "Oh my god, I felt like I I created this guy." And I helped him for the next woman. Right. But, but then if you ask that particular, not all women, but if you ask that particular individual, she may tell you that I was up front with him. I told him where he needed to pick up the pace. I told him where he wasn't good at that. And it sucks because I hate it when my mom said women do mature faster than men. And, right. some, and sometimes I know for a fact for me, I know when the light bulb hit maturity wise. Mm. I remember I was 34. The light bulb hit. Um, and sometimes you hear something or you're told something about yourself that triggers that aha moment, and then you make that total 360. And then unfortunately, she sees you get with somebody else, and everything that you was driving her crazy about is everything Personally that you're now. doing for this person right here. And now she's like, "Oh my God, why you can't now?" get when it. I told you. Um, yeah. I really think it's just based on how how you how you how you go through the breakup Uh, um now when it comes to cheating that's a whole different monster i've never been cheated on i've never cheated on anybody but i can imagine the well of emotions when somebody cheats on you because you're going through betrayal um you're going through questioning yourself you're questioning yourself um you're you're questioning your self-worth um you're questioning if you were enough Which, Mm -hmm. those are questions, if you've been cheated on, those are questions that unfortunately you should not have. Because I hate when people play, good. okay, good example, Cardi B, the WAP song, and everything with Offset. Soon as it came out that he cheated again, everyone said, oh, it's because you don't cook, it's because you don't clean, it's because you do this. First of all, if a person's going to cheat, cheating is in them. It's going to happen. I don't care. I don't care if he's in a situationship. Mm -hmm. I don't care if he's in an open relationship. If he does it, and I know people are gonna hate this, I don't believe once a cheater is always a cheater, but I do feel like if you cheated once, the the right situation come by, and you're not really delivered from that, you're gonna do it again. So I feel like if you get cheated on. You just need to wash your hands of it. Um, now, if you got to scream, if you got to yell, if you got to talk to your homeboy or a homegirl and just say right. this, oh, I can't believe it. You do what you got to do. But I don't think you should feel any type of way by how you respond in regards to being cheated on. Now, in regards to just relationships not working, it's just falling off. I do feel like you have to kind of have, as much as you want to be as blunt as possible, you do have to have a certain tact in yeah. to it because sometimes the person who messed up in the relation probably don't even know really why the breakup happened right. like I, I had an ex and we weren't really sure what happened <laughs> like we it was just like <laughs> we were to get we were together and then one day it was like yeah you know what it's not gonna work and and I don't know why. And there was no why. Like, I had an egg. There was no why. There, it was, I was. We were was together, and I just, one day, I was like, yeah, this isn't going to work. And I was honest. I told her, I was like, I, I don't know why. I just feel like it's not going to work. Right. Um, and no, you're, you're right, Patricia. People can't change. I'm not saying mm. people, like, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying once a cheater, always a cheater. But I also right. know that if a person's put in a certain situation, their true character is going to come out right, yeah. Um, and that's why sometimes if you did cheat, you got to make sure that you're not putting yourself in a situation for that to happen. Um, and be upfront with your significant other. Like, I mean, if you've cheated before and the person you're trying to date asks you, Hey, Alan, have you cheated before? You might want to be honest, just be honest. For one thing, I learned with women, especially my mother and my sister, especially my mother. Mm-hmm. She's going to find out eventually <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> if you did it or not. So yeah. you're better not. You're better off to say, yeah, I did it. Because then if she decides that she doesn't want to deal with you, hey, it is it is what it is. Um, yeah. Though unrealistic striving. So un- yeah. Unrealistic. Though
1: unrealistic striving for that goal will likely ensure you're respectful and consider in the way you exit relationships.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and unfortunately, we're not perfect people. I, I feel like that could be All like right. one in a million where you have someone that you're just like, hey, it's not going to work. I loved you. It was awesome. Let's go our separate ways. Yeah. Doesn't always work like that. Um, but I, I, I really believe it's just you. Just have to have tact. You just have to have tact. Um, I'm one of those people. I don't. If it has to come to a breakup, I don't want to operate off of emotion. Um, so if I know, like the young lady I did break up with, I knew probably a week prior to the breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing my dad had always taught me, he was like, any decision you're about to make, give it at least three days to make sure you're making, you know, you're a hundred percent sure. So when it happened, I waited that week, I waited three days to go over it. Then I was like, Hey, just letting you know, I don't think this is going to work out. Um, also I've learned you have to be tactful and you got to be able to add some aloe to that burn. Um, because <laughs> you don't want to just leave them hanging and they feel like they're the entire problem. Cause that's not always the case. both both constructs just didn't mesh and that happens like we're not in a perfect world where your first the first person you meet you fall madly in love with you have a bazillion babies and you stay married for 20 30 40 58 years it's not that's that's not how it's going to work unfortunately Um, right yeah it it just depends on the level of maturity um and the dialogue you have with that person um but i don't think it's wrong to act out emotionally i just feel like if you do act out emotionally you may want to make sure you're not acting out on that person right Um, probably have somebody who's like your buffer, your sounding board, your home, yeah. girl, your homegirl. This how I feel about him. This how I feel about her. Da, 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 da. And then once you get it out, handle it in a mature fashion. Um, easier said than done, but you know. <laughs> yes.
1: So, okay. Let's say you're in a relationship mm-hmm. and you knowingly have your wall up. And for some reason you're getting the same energy that you're putting out. Your, per- your partner your partner is not expressing themselves to you. You're always fighting because you guys just aren't on the same page. So the question being, in what ways might a relationship be challenging if one or both partners have a wall up and do not express how they really feel about one another? Can we both have walls up?
0: You can. because You actually can because you can work towards bringing those walls down together. The problem is, do you trust each other enough to work to bring those walls down?
1: Because
0: mm. think about it. If I've been hurt, let's say, Bria, you've been hurt a thousand times. I've been mm. hurt 10,000 times. And we're vibing. We're getting together. And we both have walls up. Are you looking at the un... What's the word? If, are you looking at the words that are being said without being said? Are you looking at the actions that are, be, that are being done and not said? Because nice. if I've been hurt, you're going to see. There's going to be certain things that are going to happen that's going to reveal those walls. Good example. Right. Let's say you found out your ex was cheating, and the way you found out is because you you saw him always on the cell phone, and then one day he left his phone out, and you saw oh, who's sexy Lily? And he sat there and played games with you. Then let's see this you do this-
1: says sexy <laughs> Lily. Who the hell is sexy? I don't know. It just came. up. <laughs> sexy Lily? Shout out to sexy Lily.
0: <laughs> it just came up. But let's say the next person you're dating, he, good example, my cell phone is attached to my hand because of my social media platforms and yeah. because of my job. So if you see me on my phone the entire time, you're instantly thinking, oh, I bet he's cheating. Oh, well, I bet he's that. But I don't know that the reason you're feeling like this is because the last person you dealt with, you caught him on his phone and he's cheating. And you're looking at me, giving me the nasty face. And I'm looking at you like, what's your problem? Right. And you know, and you know what you're good for saying? Nothing. Okay, well, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Instead of saying nothing, time out. Can we talk about this? I know it doesn't sound realistic. I'm just running scenarios that I've actually had happen. Hey, I have a question. I notice if you're saying something, I'm, I'm a big trigger on words, like, because I talk so much, if I notice you're saying certain words that don't, doesn't fit your makeup, those are those are red flags for me. All right, what, what's the problem? Yeah, Nothing. You sure? No. Are you positive? Well, see, so why you didn't just say it from the beginning when I asked you what was for?
1: But the fact is, because I was good for that. I was really good. Nothing's wrong. Nope. And my ex-husband, he would ask again. And then finally, I'd say something. And he's just like, why didn't you just say something in the first place? Because if he didn't ask me, if he didn't continue to ask me, we would have never gotten to what the actual problem is. Mm -hmm. My thing was, hey, I said something. I said something. Now, when I said something, how many times it took you to ask? All that's irrelevant. I said something. Now let's talk about it. So, yeah, no, we are are really good for saying nothing. Um, And I think, too, maybe subconsciously, we don't want to be looked at as if we're nagging about something or that we just we could be wrong and we don't want to be wrong.
0: And the one so. thing I tell people who, if they feel like they're nagging a relationship,
1: mm-hmm.
0: my re- mental, emotional, physical and spiritual health is more important than you worrying about if I'm nagging you. Because yes. if I was done wrong in a relationship, I need you to understand that. Um, now, in a perfect world, you would hope. You get with somebody, hey, just letting you know, I got cheated on like 56 times. What about you? Oh, well, I was in a abusive relationship. We would hope people would be that upfront, right? <laughs> but not a lot of people are like that. So sometimes you have to look at cues and people's mannerisms on how things are going and kind of see out there. But I do think what you should do is, and I know I refer to my dad and my mom a lot, but we had like a weekly family meeting. Maybe you just need to have have a day where it's like, yo, you put everything on the table. Now, here's a disclaimer: if this Mickey Ficky pops up talking about he cheated during the relationship, no, 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 sir. You're being held, you're being you
1: say put everything on the table.
0: Yeah, you're gonna be held accountable to that, but (laughs) hold a safe space and be like, All right, today let's put everything on the table. This Mm -hmm. is how this is what has affected me in my previous relationships, and nothing's wrong with that. You should actually, I think it's normal to actually ask somebody why their previous relationship did not work out. Right. Also, I think I saw someone just said heal responsibly. That's another thing. One thing people laugh because when they find out my age and then they figure out like how skew relationships I've been in, it's because every relationship I ended, I took the time to heal, not just to focus on what that person did, but I needed to know what did I do wrong that could have made the relationship better as well. Because we forget. It takes two to tango. So just because I want to say she was in the wrong, there's probably something I did right. that I didn't realize and I got to face it. Um, I feel like the only reason it could be challenging is because you're not willing to like open up the trust mirror. Because like literally your heart, your feelings has been covered. It's been scratched. It's been bandaged. And you're scared to have that person pull the bandage away because... It either may get an emotional trigger that may show how you feel about that situation. Right. Um. It may force you to be vulnerable and you don't want to be vulnerable because of past trauma. Because remember, we got to remember every traumatic experience we have, we either heal from it or we cover it up. And the next traumatic experience, cover it up. And the next traumatic experience, cover it up. Why do you think when people go to psychology, psychologists and go to therapists, all of a sudden you're thinking this person's always been good. And then this therapist goes over 30 years of trauma and yeah. that person's a crying mess. And you're looking like, Oh my God, I didn't know Johnny was like this. And yeah. he's like, yo, Johnny's been covering it for 30, 40, 50 years, and no one took the time um right. to find out. So I, I really feel like you just have to try and be as honest as you can with each other. Um, because honestly honesty is the best policy. Like there's, there's no mythical way to get over it. There's no guru guide on how to properly enter a relationship after being hurt. Um, you literally, and I know people hate to say, but you literally have to dive in and take the risk, um, of you and that person working out. And like I said, in a perfect world, you would love to find that one person and be married to them for the rest of your life. But it's Where not- the
1: hell is this soulmate, man? Can you <laughs> give me a text message. Call?
0: So I mean it's really it's I hate to say it's a game of chance, but it's just it's 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 a game that you have to unfortunately participate in to figure out who you're looking for. I think the only thing you do have to be careful is um if you're getting ready to know people, don't be so quick to jump yeah, you do have to unpack if you have suppression. If you're suppressing stuff, you got to unpack it. Um, Also, too, I think you just have to normalize getting to know a person before you try and commit to that relationship. Yeah. Because some, cause sometimes a person will show you, will give you a whole facade. Real and, quick, listen. And then you get in that relationship and, baby, you like, I done sat here and got with Chucky and you <laughs> don't know how it happened. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chucky Mixon, Michael Myers. <laughs> exactly. You looking like you ain't You're show this so- to me. Because remember, sometimes people don't realize it. It probably takes a good 60 to 90 days before you actually really see that person. Yeah. Um, And one thing my dad used to always tell us is you don't marry who you date. Yeah. Because so people people are always we're taught in society to put your best actions yes. to cover yes. everything up. And that's why you run into people who on the outside, they the finest thing out there. And then you get with them and you just like, oh, who the God. hell is this? Yeah, you just like, whoa, you've been covering this the entire time and not realizing it's because they're giving you what they think you want to see and not just being honest. And I mean, the 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 best, the worst thing sometimes about honesty is you just gotta be open. Right. You got Hey, I'm I'm not the best communicator. I'm not the best this person, but this is a good quality I have. But this is what I struggle with. And like you said um, earlier, when we said potential, a young lady can see, oh, well, you know what? He's a hard worker. He got his stuff for him. He said he struggled. Maybe, Maybe he makes good money, but he's not the best financial person. But maybe you are. Maybe, like, you a numbers person. You know how to budget and all of that. So you're mm-hmm. like, you know what? He makes good money. He provides for himself. He's living comfortable. But he's horrible at finances. Well, you know what? I'm good at finances. Maybe, right. maybe I can show him how he needs to do his numbers and how he needs to crunch. And then next thing you know, you're working together as a team. And then now you know you're helping him with that. And then he finds out, you know what, this woman, she ain't handy with nothing in the house. You know, I'm gonna sit there and provide everything handy because she's covering me up financially. Like people don't realize. We should be like this. Yeah. I told somebody she covers my weakness, I cover her weakness. Mm-hmm. She covers my weakness, I cover her weakness. And we keep it going. That's why I tell people do not look at social media relationships because they're not realistic. Because if I don't make a hundred thousand every two weeks, I can't be sitting there time about, about to ball out like such and such and all that stuff. Because I don't got ball out money. And- yeah, you talking about, oh, but what's his name? She's taking him out on a, sh- um, a plane for his birthday. Hey, mama, you set this vacation for a couple weeks, we'll go on vacation. But if you think you're about to right. go right now, ah, 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 ah. no. So it's just a matter of being able to cover each other's weaknesses. And nothing's wrong with that. Like I said, um, I saw a picture where it showed a she-wolf was covering the neck of a wolf from an mm-hmm. aggressor. And the caption was, it's not that the she-wolf was scared of the aggressor she understood she needed to protect the vulnerable part of her partner, which was Mm. just, because the aggressor was at a downer pace looking up, which gave access to his throat, but because she came underneath him and covered his throat, the aggressor did not have any way to attack him because she was covering his weakness. So if you work as a team and cover each other's weaknesses, will you have pitfalls here and there? Yes. But your relationship will be able to stand the test of time Mm -hmm. because you was able to be open and honest and work on the things that make you glue. Um, I tell everybody, my biggest example is uh, my father um, and my mother. um,
1: Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, no. I think his phone died. First of all, uh, message to Alan, Okay. You cannot be having your phone die or disconnect in the middle of a good message. It just does not work that way, whatsoever. So um, we're gonna see if he gets back on. But you guys, listen. First of all, kudos to you guys for hanging in with us, getting in on this conversation. The comments have been phenomenal, very phenomenal. So, um. Please make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, of course, He Said What Radio Network. That way, if you are just now tuning in, you will be able to come back, um, I say maybe within a half an hour or so, and watch the actual full video of tonight's stream. As you can see, the topic right there how to not become desensitized. Um, I mean, you guys, I, I'm just, yeah, he's here. <laughs> you cannot oh my god you
0: cannot be doing that okay you had us uh, like hooked i'm so sorry and um and i'll make this quick because i know it was only for an hour i'm so sorry that um so my father and my mother had been married for 36 years mm-hmm. um and a lot of people felt like i had unrealistic expectations about marriage because i've told people that I never saw him cheat. I never saw him yell at my mom, put his hands up against my mom. But he, him and my mom was always open about the issues they dealt with coming up as a couple. Um, I think people have to understand that relationships aren't perfect. Like you're going to go through the ups and the downs and the ins and the outs and all of that and be willing to work with your partner through it. Right. Um, I do feel like today's time is a lot of people are looking for the easy bake oven mentality. Yes. I don't want to have to put in all the work. I want to be able to pop it in the oven. It comes out. I get this huge rock on my finger. I get the Bentley in the drive-thru. And I get the 10-bedroom matching. And, and it's perfect. And it's perfect. And I got the maids that are taking care of the kids and all that stuff. And it, it doesn't work like that. Um, now, can it work like that? Yeah. If you work on your relationship and you work to be better, you see it all the time. Um mm-hmm. How people are mesmerized by uh, First Lady Michelle and Barack Obama, how they deal with each other. But we weren't there when they were in the trenches while he was sitting there going through law school. You wasn't there when he didn't have the $10,000 whatever or the nice car or whatever. You wasn't there when that was happening. Um, So when you're not there, you don't appreciate. Mm -hmm. As much as the person who was there for it. And now you can see why some couples are as thick as thieves and nothing is going to break them because they understand what their loyalty was towards each other. Um, and you have to be willing to put in the work. Um, and it's not an overnight thing. It's not a six month guide. It's not a year guide. Mm -hmm. Um, we have to understand that nothing is instant. We're living in a time now where we're instantly, you want to lose weight, do this plan for like 90 days and you sit there and drop 130 pounds like that. But that's it's the not... instant, <laughs> instant weight loss. Like, is it healthy? Exactly. Like, that's not how it's going to work out in in relationships. And I just feel like you have to do the little things. Um, And sometimes we don't want to do little things. Sometimes, right. we, sometimes we we always we always want to be that couple that we can post up on Facebook and Instagram and be like date night with my boo. Yes. Hashtag bad relationship. goals. Like, yeah. yeah. But you're not going to talk about you guys at the at the house and you're literally hashing it out about your differences or you're studying relationship books. I have relationship books. What should I do better? Sometimes we want to show the outward and not show the work that we're doing on the inside. Right. Right. and I think once people start doing that, it will really help. Because oh, don't don't get it twisted. I would love I love to be able to go on date night and be like, "Yo, my girl bad. Look at her on Instagram." But I also know that's just a physical thing. That's not. If anything, it's just going to make some other dude want to know if he can get it. Yes. So yeah, here come the end, problems. Yeah. So at the end of the day, take the time, take the effort, learn each other, be willing to be honest, be willing to work on it daily. Um, and I mean the sky's the limit. So.
1: Mm, so i got two more questions for you okay. only because this conversation is just going so good. We were supposed to end at nine o'clock. It's 9.15. So yeah, no, it is perfect. So my first question, are you comfortable being vulnerable and exposed?
0: Yes. Emphatically. Yes. Um, the first thing I tell anybody when they want to be in a relationship with me, a, Alan is a crybaby. Y'all can judge me all you want. Alan is a crybaby. Oh. Um, so I tell people that upfront, Um, but I also tell people I do have, if you get me to that point, there is an Alan that you don't want to see. Um, but I let people know I am, I have no problem being vulnerable. That's one thing, um, I learned from both my parents. Don't be afraid to let your feelings show. Um, mm-hmm. Because you don't always have to be Hercules or anything like that all the time. Sometimes, good example um, when Chadwick Boswick died. That that hit me like clear as bricks. Like literally, I I was watching a movie, got an alert on my phone, pull it up, breaking news: Chadwick Boswick died, and that just like that it, hit a lot of people. Yeah, like it hit me like a ton of bricks, and like I sat there and cried like a baby. Um, yeah. Look how, matter of fact, look how men reacted when Kobe died. Um yeah. and I actually feel like that was a breakthrough for black men because everybody saw them being vulnerable about this man who w- literally majority of us grew up either watching or grew up with him, played against him or whatever, seen him come up and to see his his life get snuffed out and then his daughter. So I've always been open to being vulnerable. I feel like that's the best thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Um just ladies if you get a guy who is vulnerable just don't use it against them
1: okay yeah that's the number one thing ladies if they open up to us and that's the an if that's a strong if that's like we playing spades possible yeah. pin yeah. Um, you better- if they open up to us do not use that information against them because that's more than likely the reason why they didn't want to open up to us in the first place so speaking of opening up what is one thing that you are willing to share with us that you would consider embarrassing, but <laughs> you're willing to do it right now. Cause I'm gonna tell you, my shows are all about being transparent. I I'm just as transparent as anyone else. So
0: embarrassing?
1: I mean, I don't even think anything can embarrass you. So but yeah.
0: You would give that kind of question. Well, that's
1: uh, not on the
0: books either, so you, you can prepare for this one. Embarrassing.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I... Mm. Well, you, you got a whole bunch of stuff, I'm sure, that you're just not trying to share.
0: No, uh, like, like honestly, embarrassing, because I'm an awkward, embarrassing person to begin with, so pretty much you follow me, you're going to see something awkward and embarrassing. Um. Gosh. Hmm. Awkward or embarrassing. Bree,
1: what? Okay, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you think about that. I'm gonna let you think about that, and I'll ask you a different question. Okay. Is there ever a moment when it is okay to withdraw yourself from someone, and it can be emotionally, mentally?
0: Yeah, because some sometimes, as much as you want to stay open all the time, there are sometimes you do need to take the time to step back and process um and that's why you have to be careful not to allow your emotions to take you too far out because good good example you, you may have a death of a loved one right um and you got to kind of step back and process that. um so sometimes you may not want to reveal those emotions yet because you're trying to maintain a certain mindset so I don't think nothing's wrong with it. I think there's a time and a place when you need to shut down. Um, you just have to pick it wisely. Um, yeah. Patrice, I don't think I have you guys are looking
1: for.
0: Um, you waiting, so, sir. So I, I don't think nothing's wrong with that at all. It's just everything. There's a time and a place. There's a season for everything. Um, I, I, Yeah, I, I just feel, I feel like you you have that right. I think it's selfish of us if we go out and tell people that they're supposed to be open all the time, um, especially as adults, because I saw someone said everyone's vulnerable until they're, until it's used against them. That's happening. That happens to all of us. Um, I think you do have that, right? It just depends on the situation. And then depends on how comfortable you are. Um, I I don't think I can really say, yeah, this is the time where you shouldn't be showing your emotions, or this is a time where you should be showing your emotions. I really just think it depends on the person. And, the situation, but I think I think you have a right to be able to hold back when you see it's needed. Gotcha. We're oh. back to that question, sir. <laughs> um, the only embarrassing thing that I can think of, yeah. and thankfully I was 16 years old when this happened, so this isn't even really embarrassing.
1: 16 anymore. plus 16, y'all, because you know we always cut the ages in half when we tell them
0: some. Ooh, um, I had uh. I have, like, real bushy eyebrows, so you guys probably okay. know where this is going. I have super bushy eyebrows. So, I had went to my barber and I wasn't paying attention. For some reason, he decided to, like, trim a little bit of my eyebrows.
1: your eyebrows.
0: And so, like, my regular barber came in and he was like, yo, never forget his name. He was like, yo, you Hakeem, why are you sitting there trimming his eyebrows? And he was like, oh, they're too bushy. They're too bushy. No one wants to walk around with bushy eyebrows. So, I go home. I'm like looking in the mirror and I'm like, oh, they are kind of bushy. I was like, "Mm, maybe I need to like fix up on these." So we're supposed to be going. My mom was supposed to take us to an event. So I went into my parents' (laughs) room, took my dad's shaver. And I was like, I'm just going to trim a a little bit off the top, just a little bit off the top. And like I swiped and like. All it from right here. I just went like that. So just had this little piece, just, bam, gone. And then I panicked, and I was like, "Of course, uh, uh, I can't leave it like that." So then I just was like, "Whoop!" Took the whole you thing. You did off.
1: the whole eyebrow.
0: Took the whole thing off. Still freaking out. I'm like, "Oh my god!" So I went and got my dad's magic marker <laughs> and tried to color in an eyebrow. <laughs> Where I cut the eyebrow off. A hairless I, eyebrow. So I felt like it wasn't dark enough. So I said, you know what? YOLO took off the one. Other- <laughs> what the? <laughs> took off the other one. And so I was like, and I'm not a hat wearer at all. So like I had this hat and I put the hat on. And I'm wearing it. And mom's like, all right, we're getting ready to go. And she's like, why are you wearing a hat? Oh, no reason. I just want to wear a hat. And she was like, what's wrong with your eyebrows? So I took the hat off and she was like, you shaved your eyebrows off? And I was like, yes, ma'am. so needless to say, we couldn't go to the event because my dumb butt had sat there and shaved my eyebrows off. And being a PK, I had to go to church with no eyebrows. So imagine (laughs) you're going to church. And so people were like. Alan, what happened to your eyebrows? What is was he like, going through? And I was like, I was like, oh, it was an experiment. And yeah, I lost my eyebrows. That's it. You guys don't need to know nothing else. That's literally how I was. Um, and I think it took like three, three or four weeks for my eyebrows uh to grow. <laughs> to try to come in. <laughs> they come back in. So I would actually say that's the most embarrassing thing because of the simple fact I still had to go.
1: Uh-oh. In that time, Whew. okay. I was gonna <laughs> say, come on now, come <laughs> on, get it together.
0: Um, so needless to say, um, I had to go through those four weeks with no eyebrows, nothing to cover them up, just going without eyebrows for four for four weeks. So I would say that was probably one of the most. Embarrassing moments.
1: You no, know, your mom could have wrung your neck, boy. Yo,
0: yeah, that wasn't a really good conversation.
1: <laughs> My goodness. Well, at least you know during that time. How old are you?
0: Thirty-six.
1: Okay, so at least during that time, phones weren't really popping.
0: Exactly.
1: So nobody, ooh, because the social media would have got a hold of you.
0: That would have you'd have been up, a up, meme I'm somewhere. Exactly, it would have popped up as a memory or something like, "Yo, this dude shaved his eyebrows off." Here.
1: All his eyebrows.
0: Needless to say, I didn't use that barber no more.
1: <laughs> I was like, yeah, it wasn't even the barber's fault; it was your fault because he tried to redo what he did. Like, <laughs> well
0: Francis, I was sixteen, so I mean, cut me some slack. <laughs>
1: Look, and I was right. I said add 16 more, 32. <laughs> that was like four years ago. He ain't full of them. Well, that concludes tonight's episode of He Said What? And boy, you said a lot tonight. And I, listen, you're dropping them gems, sir. Go ahead and let everyone know. How can they follow you? Where can they reach out to you at? Support what you got going on. Let them know about your business, too, because we're all about promoting businesses here. So you got the sponsor. sir.
0: All right, guys. So if you use Instagram, I actually have two Instagram accounts. Um, you can follow me at my Newman's Hot Takes page, which is Newman's underscore hot takes. That page is actually a motivational and video blog page that I use to promote loving Black women and also promoting empowering Black men to be better. Um, You can also follow me at my personal account, which is Newman underscore junior underscore 2.0. So on Instagram, it's Newman's underscore hot takes and also Newman underscore junior underscore 2.0. You can find me on Facebook at Alan Newman. Um, I also have a um, Facebook page called Newman's Hot Takes as well. Um, Business wise, I actually just dropped my first book um, in July called Black Women and Why I Love Them. Um, I also have some other merchandise that you can purchase as well. Um, the website is newmans-hottakes.square.site, where you can purchase your copy. You can also purchase some clothing as well. Um, hit the share button. You better not be um, bored with what you see on uh, Facebook and Instagram. So once again, on Instagram, it's newmans underscore hot and newman underscore junior underscore 2.0. Um, And then on Facebook, it's Alan Newman Jr. and Newman's Hot Takes as well. And the website is newmans-hottakes.square.site. Not hot cakes, hot takes. Um, That's a running joke with a lot of my fans. So (laughs) that's the information I have. Matter of fact, the shirt that I'm wearing right now that says protect Black women like you'll protect your mom is one of the shirts that I do sell on um, my website as well. Yes.
1: We're gonna have to get one of them shirts from you, sir, to um, give away as oh, yeah. uh, our our little our prizes for our subscribers. Oh yeah, definitely. So, definitely. Let, let um, me know. I'll
0: definitely send you send you a couple yeah. to um give away. Definitely let me know.
1: Yes, and look, go ahead, stand up, show them the shirt. You gotta you gotta <laughs> monitor the shirt, sir. You so can't this, just is see shirt. Out here this
0: is the shirt. This is the streets. shirt. I hope you can see it.
1: Yeah. Protect black
0: women like you will protect your mama.
1: Yes, with Africa. <laughs> okay, come through with it. All right. Well, you guys, make sure you follow him on Instagram. Check out his website. Purchase his merchandise. Support business owners. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying is just support. Show your love, man. I mean, this is what we do. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed yourself tonight. Um, Patrice Parker said you did great. Um, Thanks,
0: Patrice. I appreciate it.
1: Royal has said we still would have went to the event. Eyebrows or not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> mike said hilarious and <laughs> patrice said congrats so i mean listen we just would have been in there bold right just <laughs> listen so thank you again for being a guest on the show I'm thank gonna... you for
0: having me I definitely you're appreciate so it.
1: welcome yes yeah, so i'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up Um, you guys listen, I hope, hope, hope you guys had an awesome time. I know I did. And I'm sure some of you guys are not used to nine 30 ending for, he said, what? Well, guess what? That's what happens when you got good content, honey. When you have a good guest, good answers, good questions, you have to give the people what they want. Right? So Make sure you guys subscribe so that you receive notifications for the upcoming shows. Tomorrow is the truth serum with myself as well as Tasha, my co-host. We are also going to have our two guests, Terry Bello and Lakita Smith. The topic, honey, hall pass. Does that open up Pandora's box? Hall pass, okay? Make sure you guys come back tomorrow, 8 p.m. We are kicking it off. We're going to have a good conversation, questions, and we're going to have a riddle game at the end where we will be giving away one of our merchandise prizes. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for your support. Um, I, too, I I make shirts to Alan. This is one of the shirts that I made, and it says, unapologetically black and proud. So we, this is just, <laughs> I got you, Ellen. I got you. <laughs> this is just one of the items that, you know, we have available. So hit us up simplybreed.com, Follow me, Instagram underscore simplybree underscore. And the network is he said what radio on Instagram. All right. We'll catch you tomorrow. Good night. Bye-bye.